Hey everybody, welcome back to the Genesis podcast. I'm Sandra and I'm still a student leader and I'm still in grade 10 and our other host is... And I'm Roxanne and I'm also still a Genesis student leader and also still in grade 10. Nothing has changed. Um, And it is now the month of February and February is the month of Valentine's. So as a cute little Valentine thing, I want to ask you guys a question. I can't turn water into wine, but I can make you mine. And that's just a cute little pickup line I have for you guys. I'm sure everyone will want to be your Valentine now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I finished interviewing all the adult leaders. Um, Roxanne and I have prepared a new season, which will include conversation-based podcasts, which are also based on tough topics that, um, yeah, that might be relevant to, um, yeah, to everyone here, everyone listening. Hopefully, if there are people listening, please be listening. Yeah, um, yeah, and we'll just be covering these tough, tough questions. And um, every week in the month of March, we'll be posting um, Instagram stories where you can just ask us a few questions, which we might be able to cover in our podcast. And you can also just DM on a, DM us on Instagram um, about this too. So as Sandra mentioned earlier, we have finished recording or interviewing all our just adult leaders so far so we need to do something new um and since you guys don't know me and sandra too well we are going to start the season by just getting to know us um and the way we're going to format the rest of the season is conversational based so we will have a few questions and it'll feel like a conversation hopefully and that hopefully you guys can also connect to what we're saying or just see different opinions and perspectives yeah and so you might recall um if you were at genesis zone night from january uh we had a huge kahoot a 60 question kahoot. was it 60 questions and it 70. Um, 70 questions yeah even better um <laughs> yeah roxanne and i will be answering these questions which we asked the adult leaders before so starting off with our first question name one bizarre favorite food when I think of bizarre favorite food, the first thing that always comes to mind is like durian because I know like some people hate it and it's like very stinky for some people, but I love it. Like I think it's one of my favorite foods. Yeah, I think friends have always told me that I eat food with really weird combinations. Um, I really like broccoli with peanut butter and um apples with cream cheese and I've even like during in school when we had fruit snack when you could actually eat in school properly I used to dip my um tangerines and yogurt which is super <laughs> bizarre <laughs> I mean yeah. they are very bizarre Sandra but mm-hmm. maybe bad. they're not bad food combinations I will say I will never try them out. But you know, for the viewers out there, if you try them out, please send us a picture um, on Instagram. Um, yeah. And, and just, yeah. Preferably, this picture isn't about the food coming out of you because <laughs> it didn't taste good. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, that is very bizarre. I've never had any of your combinations, Sandra. I will say I've had apples with peanut butter, though, and I think that's a good combination. 
but nothing to yogurt and tangerines. I yeah. <laughs> so moving on, um, how would you describe yourself with a slogan or catchphrase? Maybe it'll just be like lowercase f, lowercase i, lowercase s, lowercase h. Period. Fish. <laughs> just just a word. Just fish. Fish. Wow. Very inspirational, Sandra. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought long and hard about this. <laughs> um, I think for me, I honestly don't know. Logan, our catchphrase. I almost said work hard, play hard, but I'm like, I need to play hard. <laughs> I just work hard. Um, maybe um, work hard, work hard. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I was also going to say, like, just do it, but I feel like I don't live up to that either. It's more um, like, I feel like I live up to, like, I know a lot of people say it's kind of bad to live up to this, but, like, fake it till you make it. Because I think I'm in a lot of situations where I have to, like, fake being confident. So I always have to fake it till I make it. Yeah. Case number one with faking confidence for both of us recording podcasts. (laughs) So our next situation is that um, we're meeting BTS at a store. And at first you didn't know it was them. And they're asking you for... We thought you were a store employee. And... um, you're also an ARMY, which is a BTS fan. So how would you convince them to take a picture with you? I feel like if they were asking me for like directions, I would be like, oh, so you know you can use your phone, and I use my phone, and be like, accidentally open the camera. And be like, oh, wait, let me just take a selfie real quick. And then be like, oh, so this is where, like, blah, blah is. Yeah, I'd be so socially awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think I just probably asked them to take a picture with me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our next situation is a bit out of the box. You're in outer space. What would you do to come back to Earth? I think I would write a comment and see where it be. And then... I'd probably just float in space and try to find a friend and make friends with stars and hopefully, I don't know, and hopefully the star isn't the sun so it doesn't burn me alive, but you know, just another star and another star could be a shooting star and somehow shoot me back to Earth. That's not how shooting stars work, but you know, actually stars like meteorites. I remember learning this last year in science class. Yeah. There was like a, oh. There's one type that lands on Earth and stays like that. And there's one type that dissolves in that, or like that breaks up in that. Not dissolve. Dissolve is not the right word. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's okay. This is all hypothetical and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, the question would be, if I had my PC and Wi-Fi and all the things I need in outer space, then would I really want to come back to Earth? Oh, you could be, you know what you could do? You could be a Twitch streamer outer space. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
<laughs> I'd be like, I like just like be like, oh guys, I'm in outer space. I'm gonna ask That'd you to send me money for being yeah. in outer space. And okay. you'd literally be so rich, and you'd be yeah, outer space. Wait, yeah. but if you're well, outer well, space, I can't buy anything. <laughs> yeah, I was like online shopping, first? delivery <laughs> to outer space. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be so advanced that you could just like hit up Amazon and be like, "Oh, yeah. can you can you bring they can me? just eat things into space and hope it doesn't yeah. end up as space drunk." <laughs> yes, and end up yeah. just like in your face somehow. Mm-hmm. That's smart. I think, uh, yeah, if I didn't get hungry and I had Blender, then I'd be able to survive and not get bored for, uh, or maybe not survive because obviously you die if you're in outer space, but like, then I'd be able to not get bored for at least a month. A month? But like, you have no social interactions and then you're like, computer, wouldn't you feel like homesick? Maybe I would feel homesick. Because I feel like, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't think you would, like, I think the first week will be enjoyable, and then the second week would be, like, you would miss human interaction. It's, like, quarantine type of vibes. I mean, I don't know. It depends how long you can stay alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our next question is, you see a Pokemon appear in front of you. It seems to like you. It keeps following you, and eventually, you form a friendship with this Pokemon. What would you name it? I'm so bad at names. I'd probably name it something stupid. If you guys don't know, I have a cat. And I literally wasn't the one who named it. My friend was helping me. Like, I was like, I need names. And she literally was like, oh, how about Oreo? And I was like, that is so smart. (laughs) But, like, I'm so bad at names. Like, I would just probably name it an animal. Like, if it, like, however it looks like. So if it was, like, I don't know. If it was colored blue, I would just be like, oh, blue whale. <laughs> just, just anything that comes to mind. Honestly, I'd also probably name it something food related because I like food. So food related. Yeah. So, again, if the Pokemon was blue, I'd probably name it like Blueberry. I mean, I think even blue. I guess they are. But they're like purple inside. <laughs> You can name Oddish Blueberry. <laughs> uh, I think for me, I'd probably, like, if it was, like, a Magikarp, I'd name it, like, Cat or something. And if it was a Litten, I might name it, like, if it was a Cat Pokemon, I might name it, like, Dog. You know, just counterintuitive names like that. I like it. Wait, the Magikarp, aren't they the fish-looking ones? They are the fish-looking ones. The ones where they have big lips. They're so useless. Magic Carp. (laughs) Really? Yeah, they can't do anything. My favorite Pokemon? I feel like when I was younger, it used to be Mew. Because it was just like this little cute cat. Mm -hmm. I didn't really care about powers or stuff. I just cared about appearance. But, um, yeah. I don't know. can't really think of any other Pokemon. Yeah. So, moving on. Do you have a favorite dinosaur? 
I wish it'd be so cool if I could pull out this huge dinosaur name that's like 20 letters long. And whenever someone asked me, do you have a favorite dinosaur? I would just pronounce it like perfectly to them and they would have no idea what dinosaur that is. I think that would be funny, but I do not have a favorite dinosaur. Okay, I don't remember. Okay. I don't really have a favorite dinosaur, but if I had to choose one, it would be the, like, long necks. I don't remember oh. what they're called, though. The the one that Carol said. Brachiosaurus? Brachiosaurus? Yeah, Brachiosaurus. Okay, yeah. That would be my favorite. I almost said, I don't even know what I almost said. Dinosaur. <laughs> because <laughs> they're just, I don't know. I just... When I think of dinosaur, that's what I think of. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> that's, I think that's the only reason why. Yeah. Uh, wait, I just searched up what's the longest dinosaur name, and it's Micropachycephalosaurus. That is now my favorite dinosaur. Micropachycephalosaurus. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> it means little thick-headed lizard, which is kind of funny. Sounding. That sounds like a cute name. <laughs> Little big-headed lizard. It's not my favorite dinosaur. Okay, next question. What is something that annoys you? Um, I think for me recently is when people lack leadership. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, nothing against our leadership team. I just, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just that, like, I feel like I'm constantly, like, when, like, people are given the role of leadership and they don't take it, uh, maybe we won't add this in, but I'm just going to rant about it. <laughs> but, but, like, sometimes I feel like I'm the only one doing things or, like, I feel like no one else is contributing or either I feel like I'm taking a leadership role when it's not even my role. Oh, there's one, this there's one case. Um, where at school I had a school club. My club was called MedLife, and basically we were put into subcategories to make something for. Um, I think we were trying to plan something for, uh, donations, and so I was put in a team where we need to make the donation box, but they wanted to decorate it. So, um, for some reason, no one, the leader that we were given didn't really take the leadership role, so I had to step forward. And it was just a lot of pressure for me because I don't know what I'm doing, first of all. And, like, since I'm not an executive or, like, I have, like, a leadership role in that club, it's really hard for me to confirm information or to get information of other members because, like, I'm not, again, a leader of the club, right? And it was just so annoying because I had to keep contacting them through somehow finding their emails and, like, I had no source of, like, yeah, I don't know how to communicate with them. Um, thankfully, the people that I worked with were so kind and were great children. <laughs> like, they were all also thankfully green eyes. So I think if I had someone older, I would have been even more mad. But, yeah. I know I shouldn't discriminate age and stuff. I just, I just, I don't know. I just thought, like, if you're a club leader, you should take the, you know the responsibility to do your job and it just felt like they didn't and I just I just uh, I hated that 
But like, I was very thankful again for those people. That's what I get annoyed by. Um, yeah, I think something that annoys me, it's really unavoidable. Maybe it doesn't really exactly annoy me, but I really dislike it when someone, it's definitely unavoidable, like for this to happen, but I just wish everybody's expectations about me were like my exact being. Like, um, I don't like it when someone thinks I'm smarter than I am or that I'm dumber than I am or like that um, stuff like that. Um, I don't like it when someone has expectations about me that aren't true or yeah stuff uh, like that but it's really unavoidable it yeah. just makes me uncomfortable when um i see people expect things of me that aren't true yeah huh. mm-hmm. that was questioning if i expect anything from you i mean i don't yeah i think it's, it's just i kind of dislike it it's not really that Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Expectations are weird. Yeah. I feel like for me, expectations-wise, I just... I feel like no one has expectations for me. Like, everyone I talk to is like, uh. we don't expect anything from you. And I'm like, what? Oh. Yeah. yeah. I feel like... I feel like they... Like, I can't tell, like, what people expect from me. But I always seem to, like, I'm just always so lost. I'm just like, wait, do you want me to do that or that? Because there's so many, like, options, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, especially I have this friend who's really smart, and they like to talk to me a lot about, like, what they're doing. But then half of the time I don't understand what they're talking about because I don't know, like, all the terminology they're using for that specific field of interest. And then I'm really confused whether or not they want me to understand or not, or they're just telling me. So then, like, I have to clarify every time. Like, just to let you know, I don't understand, but you can keep on talking to me because I am interested. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. I feel that might happen a lot in our next yeah. episodes, but that's okay. This is <laughs> a point. We are trying to learn different perspectives here mm-hmm. and different opinions. I think a general thing that annoys me is yeah, just like when people don't take the responsibility, they say they will. Because, like, I understand that people can go through things, but, like, I just, well, I guess it's going to be, like, miscommunication, I guess. Like, I hate miscommunication. It's, I think the most, it's so problematic. There's so many things that go into it with the things that was communicated, and then, like, there's always someone who's hurt, yeah. and it's just, <sighs> It's a hard situation to deal with. I think it's like, I wish everybody just knew what was going on in my head. And I wish I knew what was going on in everyone else's head. So I can like understand what they're thinking and like how they're thinking about this thing. (laughs) Wait, do you wish that like you had like, like you you were able to like be other people's minds then? Like, is that your like dream superpower? I don't think so. I think it's more like, I wish I knew how everyone else thinks. Because I know that I think differently from how other people think. But, yeah. I just, I think I just try to understand things that I don't need to understand sometimes. Like how other people think. But it makes me, it makes me more comfortable to know how other people think. Because 
then I can like follow how they're thinking when I talk to them, right? No, that's good. I think it's a good trait to have. Being curious is like a good thing. Mm, I think moving on. My next question is what is the weirdest job you've done? I don't know about Sandra, but I haven't I haven't been hired. <laughs> I'm jobless. I guess the weirdest I'm also jobless. <laughs> Yeah, this is our job. This is our volunteer job. Close enough. I think the weirdest <laughs> thing I've done for Genesis would be counting this as a volunteer job. Instead of weirdest job, we can just like, what's the weirdest thing you've been told to do? Weirdest thing? A fitathon. I don't, I get where we were coming from for that, but I just, Miss, uh, exercising with two out like, I was just like, okay, I only, like, I only, like, act, uh, it's like, fake it to you, make it, right, so it's like, I, like, I'm, like, I, I have an opinion about it, kind of thing, like, I was, like, like, honestly, truth be told, I was, like, why are we doing it, but, like, I guess it made sense, but, like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I hope that for my, like, next years of Genesis leadership, we will not do a photothon again. Because <laughs> it was really tiring, and my legs hurt really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think we can do something similar in the future, just not, just not a photothon. <laughs> It was okay. Honestly, should be told, I had a great time. I hate to admit it, but I did have a great time. <laughs> but, but I just, I feel like we could have done a lot more. Yeah. I feel like we could have done more collaborative things. I think that's my point of view of it. But I think that's definitely the weirdest things, weirdest thing I've done in Genesis. What is the weirdest thing you've done in Genesis, Sandra? I guess it isn't really very weird, but I think I thought it was really funny when um, we decided to spend our uh, game night like this. But I think last year um, I was in Andy's cell and our game was making a puzzle. And this puzzle was very, like, it was a lot of pieces and it was very difficult. But we just spent the whole night doing that. Fun. I had fun. It was just very interesting because it's not something you would usually expect to have as a game. But I liked it. Do you think it was a good bonding experience? I think so. I think. I'm not really sure how much I got out of that other than really dry eyes and a fun time, but I had a fun time. So. Yeah, fun time's all mm -hmm. worth it. Just like how a fit of fun is worth it when you're having fun. <laughs> no. Okay, um, what's something that you've done that was out of your comfort zone? Um, for me, everything. <laughs> I feel like most people don't know this about me, but I'm quite... I'm not fully introverted, but I am a lot more introverted than a lot of people perceive me as, I think. 
I completely hate any type of presentations. Um, I hate, I hate being the leader in groups. Like I hate, I, I just, I just like it's just everything is outside my comfort zone, especially in Genesis. Like for for exercise leadership. Um, if you don't know, I feel like you've seen. If you guys have been in Genesis or been attending all the zone nights, um, you would see most of the time me and Sandra lead um icebreakers. And majority of the time, I am regretting it. <laughs> I'm not regretting the fact that like I'm doing this like wonderful thing. I'm just regretting having to present it because it's it's so much to think about when you know approximately thirty people are listening to you. Like I don't know for me that's really nerve wracking even if it's through a screen. Um, I think, and then like for prayer meetings like. It's a lot less people, but it's also nerve wracking, especially if, like, my partner Denise isn't there. If you also, if you guys also want to, you know, just join our Discord so you can join our prayer meetings on Mondays, feel free to. They're bi weekly. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, and then for podcasts, yeah, I was terrified when we put out our first episode. I just. <laughs> I was, I think, I remember recording with Wilson um, and Sandra, and, like, I just, I, the whole time, I was, like, don't be stupid. <laughs> don't say anything dumb. I probably said something dumb. I honestly, I don't know. I just tried my best to think of it as a normal conversation, but really, it was such a nervous wreck. I was, yeah, that was so out of my comfort zone. Also, just in general, leadership, talking to so many adults is outside of my comfort zone. I don't think many people know this about me, but I really hate talking to adults. Like, I think they're the age group. I don't know why. Well, I kind of do know why, but they're like the age group that fears me the most. Um, yeah. I'm having to do a lot of things, like bring up ideas in front of that kind of leaders or like being able to communicate my thoughts clearly was, yeah. A lot of things in Genesis scare me, but it's outside of my comfort zone, and God is working. That's what matters. I think for me, um, what's outside my comfort zone was making friends at school, because I think um, I just feel super awkward talking to people in person, like having to stand there and like hold a conversation it's fine if they're good at carrying a conversation but i'm not good at carrying a conversation so if the other person's not good at carrying a conversation then it's super awkward i feel like i'm just standing there and i'm like hyper aware of standing there and feeling awkward and yeah um yeah i think what you said about talking to adults was interesting because i think i'm kind of the opposite because i feel like Adults are obliged to be nice to me when I talk to them, and they have the responsibility of carrying the conversation. <laughs> so, like, I have more trouble with talking to people like my age or younger than me because they definitely don't, um, they definitely, it doesn't feel like they're interested in continuing to talking, in, t in continuing talking to me. So it's difficult to talk. Yeah. <laughs> mm.
good to see your perspective. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm for sure. Like, I have a lot easier time talking to the people in small group my age or near my age. Um, usually on the younger side. I don't really know why. I think a big majority of it is because most of my life I like surround myself to people who are my age. And I talk to a lot of people sometimes. Okay, that sounds like I talk like whenever I say that, I feel like people are like, Oh, you must be popular. No. I just I just talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. Especially out of my comfort zone to talk to new people at like my new school because not new people, everybody is was new at my new school because everyone was it was a high school. And anyways, because um I've been basically spending my time with the same few people in elementary school for my entire life. So I didn't have to meet people without knowing anybody. And um, yeah, it's a lot more uncomfortable if I'm in an unfamiliar place with a lot of unfamiliar people. Like, with a lot of unfamiliar people. If it was just me and one other person that I didn't know, it's okay. But if there's like me and one person I didn't know and a crowd of people, I feel super awkward standing in like the middle of the crowd talking, trying to hold a conversation with this person. Yeah. A little ramble for me. Yeah, I think that's definitely hard. Like, Yeah, I think that's definitely hard, like, moving to a new school with completely, like, no one you know. I've had that in, like, elementary. But, like, the thing is, they were really nice to me when I entered. So, like, it was, like, a relaxation. But I think in middle school, it's a lot easier as well because, like, a lot of people are looking for friends. While in high school, there's so many people, like, there's so many people you can make friends with, and, like, yeah. I think it's a lot harder. Like, I think majority of times, the way I make friends is because they sit beside me <laughs> in class, or, like, if I'm forced to pair up with them in a group or something. This is kind of bad to say. I feel like it's kind of bad to say, but I feel like the people that I really get along with aren't the type of people to... um are people that are easy to talk with (laughs) like um because people that are easy to talk with I feel like um a lot of my relationships with those type of people are really surface level (laughs) so um yeah like it's a lot more comfortable to talk with them but I feel like people who I have more of a desire to um become closer to are usually not people who are easy to talk with. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds kind of weird. So there's like, it's a certain type of people that I like to spend time with, but also are uncomfortable to talk to. <laughs> no, that's understandable. I think that's your perspective of it, right? Honestly, half the time when I talk to people, I'm just rambling about my life. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just like, I just like hope, like, I either, like, if I'm trying to make friends, I just ask them, like, 
a lot of questions. Some of them might be loaded. I don't know. Just like a lot of random questions to try to like build, I guess, a relationship. Um, but when it comes to like friends, I just, I just ran. I ran about anything. Like <laughs> earlier today, I had a prayer like planning with Denise. And I was ranting about how Yudru Hanyu did not get first in the Olympics this year. And it, oh, he's so talented and it just, you know, it sucks. But we, like, I feel like, you know, things happen. And I hope he comes back next time. But I don't know. Yeah. That was really off topic. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, this is something I added. I wanted to ask, like, what are our goals for our 2022 podcast? Like, what are some goals you want to reach through this podcast, Sandra? Through this podcast. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't really know if this is related to this podcast, but I want to get better at audio editing. I've been just doing the same thing for the podcast, so I don't really think I'll improve through that, but... um. Yeah, I hope that we'll have more listeners and that I'll get a bit better at talking. (laughs) You're good at talking. I think it's just, I think it's just the way that we've been doing it. It's been really hard to talk. I think a big thing I realized after listening to most of podcasts, I I actually feel really bad for when we recorded, sorry, I keep interrupting, Carol's and Salient's is that, like, I was really tired when we did those podcast recordings, and then because, like, it's such a guided, like, we we follow such a guided format, it's really hard for us to come up with conversations, I feel like. Like, I feel like today's recording was so much easier just because it was just felt like a conversation. Mm-hmm. Nice for me. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, like, I really hope that people will like what we're doing, because I feel like if people don't like what we're doing, then it'll feel really useless. (laughs) You know, honestly, I think, I think I'm thinking a lot more selfishly than you, how you're thinking. I'm using this opportunity (laughs) to see different perspectives, and I hope that that's how other people will use it as well, because I think that our current genesis or like in general is that our generation is that we have a lot of opinions that are so different from one another and seeing like another generation's perspective of it because we are having this episode of clearly does not have an adult but our future episodes will um and like just seeing different perspectives of how to answer uh questions of literally anything can just be so interesting um I think I found that out through doing the Kahoot for the ad leaders. Honestly, I did not expect it to go too well because <laughs> I didn't know how they would respond to the questions. But like after like hearing and seeing the responses, I guess you could say um, it was a lot like I, I guess it's open minded to like how other people think. And I think it's a big thing, too. Like, I think knowing how other people think can open your mind to how to be more empathetic towards people and just be able to connect with others more. Yeah, I think that's also something that, because I find it really difficult to respond sometimes when, 
like I don't know how to say this properly. I don't know. It, I don't even know if it's related, but I think like a lot of the times when um, maybe someone going through a tough time because they're experiencing something, and um, I definitely wouldn't face the the thing that they're going through with the same mindset because I'm just different from them. Um, yeah, it's really difficult to respond to them in a good way because I feel like maybe I'm being insensitive. But, like, yeah, maybe um, through this podcast and through these um, topics that we're going to cover, um, yeah, hopefully I'll get a better view on what types of responses um, certain people or certain mindsets would be comforted by. People with certain mindsets would be comforted by. Yeah. You just, I think our main goal is basically to learn and grow and to hopefully just our viewers, you guys, to enjoy what you're hearing. And yeah, just, we also hope to be your comfort, you know, we don't, we want to be open and welcoming, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I think we've gone through everything. Yeah. Well, that was our last question. So, See you next time in our Genesis podcast. Um, yeah, and this conversation style that we just had of a podcast will be the general format for the rest of the season. And so hopefully you like it and um, it, hopefully it's easy to follow along. And our next podcast will be covering the topic of family and childhood. And if you have any questions, comments, concern, feedback, or recommendations for topics, feel free to DM us on Instagram. Yeah, and have a nice day. Bye.